Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, come on down and get ready to join us for another fun time with conversations about dot, dot, dot. Uh, first things first, Jingle Smiter, how awesome is Carl Weathers? I mean, he was pretty awesome. He was one of the biggest men that ever lived. Yeah. He was big, I mean, he was strong. He, he was, was an all-American champion. Yeah. Heavyweight. At fullback, I believe. Mm-hmm. Played in, played in the NFL for a bit, and then he became a, a action star, probably known mostly for the roles of Mr. Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies. Also, he was Action Jackson. It's one of my favorite guilty pleasures, although I don't know where I can find that movie streaming anywhere, but Action Jackson is just literally like, hey, we're going to try to bring black exploitation back. Let's get Carl Weathers to be a dude who takes down the man and you know, type thing, like, I believe it was uh, either Apollonia or Vanity from uh, the Purple Rain movie, and they were kind of the item in the movie, and then, of course, he was Chubbs in, um, in Happy Gilmore. Billy Madison. Or Billy Madison. Or was was Billy Madison. Happy, Gil- Happy Gilmore was the one. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore was the one where he was yeah, yeah, golfing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. of course, uh, he played in The Mandalorian. He not only was in The Mandalorian actor, but he also directed several episodes of The Mandalorian. I believe starting with a couple of season two. That is correct. He did some ser- he did some uh, directing and things like that. So, what was he- his character's name? <laughs> Gar. I can't think of it's Gar something, but I can't think of it. it's like a it's like a hyphenated name. I, it's I grief. It it's grief. Okay, sorry. Grief Karga. Oh, uh, okay. That's what it was, but yeah, I mean, he just—he always had that really like. I think one of my favorite moments from him in Rocky, especially, was you know this is during Rocky three, mm-hmm. where he's training to go up against Clubber Lane, and mm-hmm. he's just like you know he's just like come on Rock, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you getting up? Come on, man, let's go. Where is that hide of tiger I was looking for? He's all like. Uh, uh, tomorrow. Let, let's get back on tomorrow. There is no tomorrow! Yep. And it's that whole thing of him trying to get Rocky to be the beast, the monster that he remembered fighting in the first two movies. Yep. Because remember, Apollo won the first one. He did. Mm-hmm. And so then Rocky won, won the second decision. one. Yeah. yeah, so then Rocky won the second one, got the belt, and then Creed, and then uh, old, uh, old uh, Mr. T came in and, and, and told, him, told him, don't get that man no statue. Give him guts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and came in his clubber lane, man. And he, he he didn't have the fire anymore. And so they brought back to Apollo. But Apollo this time was became his coach in a way. Yep. And really helped him get the fire back that he needed. And those are those are moments that, I mean, if you think about like how much Apollo, Apollo the character Apollo, uh, helped inspire people. I mean, if you remember Apollo Creed uh, back, who was Xavier Woods at WWE, when he was at TNA, he went by Apollo Creed in honor of Carl Weathers' character. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, also just the cool, you know, stuff he did and then other things. So, Big Bucket of Wind, man, it's, it's, a, it's a hard, you know, day thinking about the legend that is Carl Weathers. Uh, I know Sylvester Stallone had a really heartfelt uh, thing where he was standing in front of a painting of him mm-hmm. and Carl Weathers fighting from Rocky One. He said, Rocky wouldn't have existed without Carl Weathers. Like mm-hmm. the way we tried to put it together and everything, Carl Weathers made it what it was. He he was part of the magic 
that came with the movie. And so without him, I mean, you don't have, I mean, you don't even have the story of the Creed movies going forward without him. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you got Michael B. Jordan now picking up this legacy of this father. And he was like, the only thing I regret is that I wish we had been able to somehow have something to where he said, I don't know how, because of course Apollo died during the fourth Rocky movie. So it wasn't like you could have him come back in and be like, you know, inspired his son or whatever. That wasn't something you could really do. But he said it would been awesome to figure out a way to have him be on scene somehow, maybe. I don't know. But mm-hmm. he said it was awesome. But, yeah. I, I just, yeah. It, it's gonna, that's a hard, that's gonna be a hard pill to swallow. It really is. Yeah. You know. So any other thoughts y'all want, y'all want to talk about Mr. Weathers? I think you pretty much covered anything that I wanted to say. Yeah, yeah. You did. It was pretty comprehensive, actually. I yep. was expecting to talk about um, a little bit about The Mandalorian, but it's, you know, he get, he had some banger episodes. I think yeah. the last one that I saw that we all agreed that we, that we liked was the episode when they have to go and basically hunt down a giant bird and to save one of the... Uh, one of the little kid mandos yeah i remember that one the son the son of a rival yeah yeah and uh if i remember correctly we all thought it was a pretty great episode yeah Mm -hmm. helped bring them together too Mm -hmm. yep i'll bring the clan back together yeah my man he's i mean i just watched a clip of him talking about how excited he was for the mandalorian Mm -hmm. and I don't know if they intended more stuff sure with his character, but with, you know, him directing and maybe writing a few more episodes of something else, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you, he was, was fantastic. Yeah, I was just going to say, could you imagine having... Can you imagine what that Mando movie is going to be like that we're going to get at some point? The the uh, Especially with the... the, the um, oh gosh, now I can't think. I know there's the Mando movie, and then we're getting the other Dave Filoni movie with General mm-hmm. Thrawn. You know, and how interesting it's gonna be, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be kind of sad moment because it's gonna be like, you know, uh, you're not gonna be able to have Carl Weathers in that movie in either of those films now. No, yeah. you know, it's just gonna be kind of crazy. So yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he was always kind of a a secondary character anyway. Yeah, he wasn't like. A main focus too much and he was like even in the during the first season he was a primary antagonist for a while true before he finally was all like hey we're gonna our, our whole town is getting together and we're giving you a plot of land that's yours to live on yeah um and which is of course how we ended off mandalorian I, season three and i'm sure they'll they'll do some sort of dedication to carl weathers in the next season if they do oh, a season before definitely. the movie or something like that, they'll they'll figure out a way to dedicate something to him, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So that'll be awesome. Yep. So, mm. are we ready to are oh. we ready to get into? The, oh, you go ahead. I, I just wanted to also bring up Predator because Predator. Oh yeah, Predator. Either, but he I was he was great in Predator also. He went, uh, eh, Dylan, what did Dylan! He do for culture? Dylan, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Oh, I think Jingles was going to get to that. I'm sorry. It's fine. He can have it. All right. Uh, Yeah, he was great. He he was actually my favorite character in the movie, uh, aside from Dutch himself. Mm. So, um, 
yeah, I, I really like Dylan. Uh, I thought he was cool. Um, but a lot of people were pretty cool in that movie anyway. Yeah. They That's needed true. A, they needed a big list. Uh, they needed a pretty confident list of some real tough-looking guys. Yeah. And uh, I think they got that list. You couldn't have gotten much tougher looking than Carl Weathers. Yeah, Carl true. Weathers and even uh, Jesse Ventura as well. Yeah. Was Predator the Expendables before the Expendables? More like the Expendables is Die Hard, the Predator, Terminator, <laughs> uh, yeah. Rambo, every one of those films. Except they're all old now. Yeah, it's all those. Except yeah, yeah. that's what the Expendables is. Yeah, there we go. Yep. Uh, yeah. So that's all I gotta say. I'm gonna miss him. Uh, I liked him a lot, and he was one of my uh, favorites. Uh, his characters that he played were almost always my favorites. I really loved Apollo Creed. I really loved Grief Karga. I really loved Dylan. Uh, and so... And Chubbs, obviously, uh, was amazing. So Yeah. Yep, I'm going to miss him. Definitely, I will too. Man, me three. So, you know, the Super Bowl is coming up next weekend. Boo. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a What's Facebook WrestleMania post. coming in? <laughs> yeah, I saw a Facebook post the other, uh, yeah, the other day that my brother posted. He said, I don't know much about this player, Taylor Swift, but apparently they sound really fast. This what? This player, Taylor Swift, that everybody keeps talking about, but apparently they sound really fast. This player, Taylor Swift? Yeah. <laughs> there, there's some kid named Taylor Swift that's going to the Super Bowl. I think that sounds about what's got, what's happening. Yeah. He has the fast name. <laughs> He's so fast. Taylor Swift. Taylor he must be quick. Swift. That must be one fast boy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Ready to go face uh, the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> oh, boy. As a, as a family that grew up uh, as Cowboys fans, uh, I cannot support the 49ers. Oh, I'm sorry, enough. it's it's the rule. I didn't write the rules. That's just Cowboys and 49ers fans. We don't like each other. It's it's a yeah. fact. Okay, I'm sorry. I uh, can do. I had a it's customer, not my fault. I had a customer call me and was talking about the Super Bowl, saying, "Who's your team going into the Super Bowl?" I was like, "Can I pick the 1985 Chicago Bears?" And she started laughing, and she was just like, "The Bears, the Bears." I was like, "That's the last time I kept up with football like that." Like really, the Dallas era, like Barry Sanders. Reggie White, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice. Those that, that was my era. I haven't kept up with it really since. You know, I know I know who Marshawn Lynch is, but that's about that's about it. Like I could care less about a lot of football now. And, Troy uh, Aikman is still playing, right? Is that right? No, that's I think he's I, I think he's an analyst now or something or was. Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman, the the quarterback. Uh, for that, the, the last Cowboys. the last time I watched football, I was supposed to be cheering for Troy Aikman. So uh, I, yeah. I don't know what's been going on since then. Yeah, uh, fair <laughs> enough. That's what I miss. What well, I miss. For you those want, of us, fill me in. Yeah, for those of us <laughs> in pop culture, the primary reason most of us watch the Super Bowl is for awesome commercials. Apparently, we're getting the Deadpool uh, three trailer for the Super Bowl Yay. and a bunch of I other suppose. stuff. So that'll be what we'll talk about probably in a couple of weeks after the Super Bowl's over. Yep. But let's talk into something that is going to have some real highs and lows. So let me set this up for you guys a little bit. Jingles, Please. myself, and Smider got to watch the Royal Rumble together uh, last week. And so during after the women's match, which, by the way, I'm kind of mad at y'all because y'all did not tell me the R-Truth 
was in the Women's Royal Rumble and had the coldest line in the whole thing. Oh, it's because I'm... The reason why I didn't bring it up is because I'm mad at Truth for it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and no. here's the reason why. Because okay. that was Valhalla's chance to prove herself and show what she's capable of. And they were, and Creative was like, nah, this is a chance for our truth to be silly. So we have to give this opportunity to Truth to come in and be like, hey, we're all the dudes. We're all the dudes. And then... And then Valhalla gets eliminated immediately and then gets mad at him and chases him off before she didn't even get to do anything. She didn't even get. Dude, when she showed up and we were seeing her whole gimmick. I was like, yes, tell me more. I was all like, this is cool. This is like, she looks like a savage Viking woman. Yes. Let's see what weird, crazy thing she's going to do. And then it was all. And then truth came out. Here's a secret for you guys. They've pretty much done the same thing with her for the last several months. They've pretty much done that exact same type thing. They've had her do a little spot here and there. That's Sarah so Logan. She's a joke. She's pretty much a joke character anyway. So our truth coming that. in was better than what we were going to get with her anyway. In all honesty, I want to see the do more like with that. her. That's but a joke. Yeah, it shouldn't be at all. But no, my favorite line was when. Uh, Adam Pierce is sitting out there looking at our truth, and our truth's like, "You mean all them people in the ring are women, dog?" <laughs> I'm like, "What?" <laughs> that was crazy. But anyway, so in the week leading up to the Rumble, WWE Raw had been pushing, trying to get its uh, negotiation rights for the next year, five billion dollars for Netflix. They're going to start airing Raw January 2025. They're going to start airing Raw live on Netflix. $5 billion for the course of 10 years. Although Netflix can act out after five. Okay. So the the, the minimum five years up to 10 for $5 billion. So then The Rock gets his name back. He now officially can refer to himself as Dwayne the Dwayne the Rock Johnson because he now owns the name The Rock again. Uh, he became a part of the board of directors with TKO, the new conglomerate that is over UFC and WWE. So you got these two big news things going on, right? And everything's like, oh yeah, man, we're about to go into Royal Rumble. It's gonna be awesome. Either Punk's gonna win or Cody's gonna win, and then one of them's gonna go. I mean, Cody's gonna finish his damn story. Yes, this is what we've been waiting on. This is the thing they've been telling us since last year when he didn't win against Roman, and they're going through all this stuff. It's like, oh yeah, this is gonna be great. I'm ready. I'm psyched. And then like Tuesday or Wednesday, like they come out. Hey. Uh, the FBI is looking into information about Vince's uh, sexual trafficking. Uh, not only was Vince involved in that, but apparently so was John Lord, not as a Brock Lesnar. Why is Will telling it like this is a real conversation that like people can look up? <laughs> what are you talking about? All right, I'm sorry. That was a joke. <laughs> and so all this stuff I'm goes sorry. down. All this stuff goes down, and then, like, the next thing you know, we get to the Rumble, which we watched, and who won the Rumble? It was a, it ended up being between Cody and Punk, which, I mean, yeah, a lot of people are quiet about it. I mean, that, that was, it got weird for a while because, but I think it got weird more so because if people were on the edge of their seat trying to figure out who was going to win it, you know, I mean, like, that's who was what I go, was doing, you know, and, uh, 
I'm sitting there going, I don't care. Like, because my thing was Cody didn't have to win the Rumble a second time. Cody could have got in through the Elimination Chamber or something like that. There was another way to get him in. Uh, but then they ended up ended up being Cody. The crowd went nuts. Everything went crazy. Bah, all this other stuff went down. And the whole thing came through. And then we get to Monday night. Now, Monday Night Raw came on and Seth Rollins comes out there. He's all like, hey, Cody, you know, the other belt over there that you're going to challenge Roman for. Now, mind you, he pointed at Roman at the end of Rumble. He didn't even point at the WrestleMania sign very long. I think he pointed at the sign and then immediately pointed at Roman. Like, I'm coming after you! <laughs> and so everybody knew exactly where he was going. And then, yep. all of a sudden, we get Monday Night Raw. Seth Rollins said, you should come work for the Workhorse Championship. You want the you want the belt that is defended regularly. I've done everything I can to make this great. And I'm like, except almost lose your legs and stuff because they've been talking about your legs and your back, you know, for like the last six months. Talking about how you're barely holding together. Like, I think Shinsuke Nakamura talked about at one point how he was being held together by duct tape. You know, and all this other stuff. And like, Drew McIntyre was talking about how feeble Seth Rollins was. And all this other stuff. And, and Cody was just like, I'll think about it. I'm like, why would you say that? You already pointed at Roman! We already know where you're going! <laughs> and so more stuff came out about Vince. So... You know, it's a matter By of the fact. way, for those of you that are listening, Will is blending things that are blending together things that are surface le- that you could surface level probably know, and then a lot of things that you would have no clue is going on. Okay, so, so yeah, what what I what I'm saying, Will, is let let's do one thing at a time. You're kind okay. of jumping around a lot here. Sorry, so because right, so. you brought up the you brought up the women's Royal Rumble. And then we expressed our feelings about our truth. Yep. And and then we just went over to now the men's Royal Rumble and that, back to so the Rock and the yeah, stuff going on behind the scenes. Yeah, I was explaining I, the Cody situation and the Raw and the SmackDown is set up for it. I thought you lost the premise somewhere. Oh, yeah, sorry. I no. We were going like, yeah. one thing yeah, at yeah, a time. Yeah, let's back it up. So okay. Let's, so let's, basically, let's actually back up. Back let's up to back what? up to the women's Royal Rumble because yeah. let's let's all let's all just say. How do we feel about the end of that? I liked it. Look, Bailey won. It makes sense, especially with what they did the next on uh, SmackDown. So yeah, it makes sense. Right, but here's honestly, I didn't think Bailey was gonna get it. Not and me either. It, like my my thought was like, oh, maybe Oscar can have a shot. The fact that Becky Becky Lynch lost that was a big surprise to me because I thought that they were. Uh, doing more with their storyline with uh, was Rhea her and Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Rhea. Well, and again, you don't need Becky and Oscar had both won respective Rumbles years prior, and on top of that, you don't need Becky. Becky again didn't need to win the Royal Rumble to go up against Rhea because there's I again also, we have another pay per view before the before Mania where she could get that spot. I also thought. Um, there was a good possibility that Jade Cargill was gonna go over, as well. Yeah, um, and I mean she, she did she did something that nobody's ever done before. <laughs> she picked up Nia she, Jax she by gently, herself. She, she gently lifted Nia Jax and lifted Nia, her over the ropes, and, and Nia then let adjusted her, go. her weight yep. so that she would go over safely, so that she would go over safely and not get hurt. Yep. And then uh, Jade Cargill made sure to let her down slowly enough so that she wouldn't get hurt. 
And uh, yeah, and then Nia just did a really fun kid tumble. Yeah. Which we're glad that Jade Cargill thinks that much about safely because Nia doesn't always think that much about oh, safety when it comes to dude, Hawthorne. Dude, as soon as she... <laughs> As soon as she showed up, I was like, she, please don't hurt anyone. Immediately, I was all like, just like, great. She's here to injure more people. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Let's go. Awesome. Cool. Yas Let's Queen. Go. Yas it's Queen. Good to know that your cousin break is, everyone. It's good to know that your cousin is now part of the head of the board. Anyway. Very cool. Very Thank cool. you, Naya. Yeah. Thank so, you. all right. So, we'll move on from there to... Okay. The other events that went on that right. night. Well, I, I also wanted to point out, who yes. was that girl we were talking about uh, in the Jay- Women's Royal Rumble? About Jordan Grace? Valhalla. Valhalla. No, 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 not Valhalla. Valhalla. Uh, the girl that was, like, the standout, my favorite. Oh, yeah. The, the, the big standout that made J- that made Jingles and I, like, laugh almost the entire time We had she so was much in, fun with. Was Chelsea. 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 Chelsea, Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green teamed up with uh, Piper. Piper Niven, because they're actually they were they were tag team champions at one point, so that's the reason mm-hmm. why they were tagging up. But that's uh, Matt Cardona's wife. Fun fact. How about mm-hmm. that? But uh, so that uh, the whole joke about Chelsea Chelsea Green getting into the ring and then basically getting ragdolled for 15 minutes yeah we thought was the funniest thing we'd ever seen in a while that was so good so just like just that like how like chelsea sets up piper like yeah go ahead and hit him piper hits her that's that's classic that's oh no i accidentally hit my partner oh no but the best part is that near the end of her exit they like the people were using chelsea as a weapon yeah in the arena to beat other people with yep that was amazing. I really liked that. Mm-hmm. That was something I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chelsea Green is an interesting character. I hope they do more with her. I know uh, Samantha Irving, who is one of the big ring announcers lately, she's the one that does whenever you hear Gunthar's uh, entrance. It's always like, and now standing with Imperium, Gunthar! <laughs> I mean, Samantha oh, Irving, oh. you feel it. Like, but whenever she was introducing Chelsea Green, she used to be like, it's Chelsea Green. And yep. a bunch of people mm-hmm. told her in creative, like, yeah, we got to pronounce her name like a normal person. Like, we can't have you do that for her because you don't do that for everybody else. She's like, yeah, that's because yeah. that's the way I pronounce her name. And they're like, yeah, but that it's too much, too different. And so Trips was kind of like, yeah, just say her name like normal people. Yeah. So. Now that makes sense. Uh, so, um, going on to the other events of that night. Oh, one last thing. I just wanted to say uh, Chelsea Green uh, officially has her green card now, so but I'm that's pretty cool. Where is she from? Canada. Canada. Uh, <laughs> Canada. Yeah. By the way, Canadian. fun fact, uh, Jordan Grace was the girl I thought might have been Sasha earlier because uh, I just saw the curly hair. I didn't see the face. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So, you yeah, just assumed... Yeah, so it was a TNA. It was a TNA knockout champion, Jordan Grace, that uh, Naomi had just given the belt. Had just basically had a match with, and Jordan won the belt from her. So that's why they yeah. hugged, and then they just started whooping on each other in yep. the middle of the ring. Yep. That was pretty uh, rad. So, and that's the that second time. Say- that's the second time that a TNA World Heavyweight Women's Champion has ever been in the ring at a Royal Rumble because Mickey James did it two years before. Look at that. When she nice. was the TNA Women Knockout Champion. So yay. 
Fun fact. Yeah, lots of lots of other women coming in from uh not necessarily WWE. Yeah, I think there was some Yeah. Other NXT girls. women as well. There were some people oh, yeah, not NXT women. NXT women. Uh, yeah. Triple H said this is uh, there's a relationship that they're working on with TNA, and they did. He and Jordan Grace both said this won't be the last time you see TNA talent in WWE rings. So I don't know right what to extent that's going to be. So that'll be interesting. And of course, Triple H during the press conference was all like, "I don't want to talk about doors that people can't go through and stuff like that because that just sounds silly and stupid." But, I mean, you know, we have a working relationship with TNA we want to foster and make better over the years. Huh. That sounds surprisingly not Monopoly of mm-hmm. you, <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Also, uh, I was surprised that they started calling him Paul Triple H Levesque. Well, you know. It's like, it's, oh, I guess it's official now? Yeah. You gotta separate Look, man, the wrestler version from the the person who's over creative now. Yeah. No, no. Who that's better kayfabe. to know about breaking kayfabe than Paul Levesque? Yeah, the one who killed it. The one with him and his three friends pulled kayfabe out from from the audience, dragged it into the middle of the ring, and stabbed it to death in front of everyone. And they're like, nobody will know it was a house show. Don't worry about it. We hugged. Uh, I hugged my friend. Uh, they were leaving to go to WCW. Uh, Anyway, after oh, that match, yeah, didn't yeah. we get the Logan Paul uh, Kevin Owens match? Okay, that yeah. How are we feeling about that? Uh, I'm just waiting on LA Knight. Like I'm just waiting on LA Knight to take the title from him at Mania. That's what I want. Right. No, that doesn't I, seem to be happening. I, yeah. Uh, uh, there's a lot of things that are getting put on hold right now, and we'll get to those here in a bit. Yeah. But I want to ask, how do we feel that the match was? I, uh, oh, I thought the match was fine. Yeah, I thought the, the match was fine. Was the storytelling was wonderful, except for the fact that KO, after being a ring veteran as he's been for a while, mm-hmm. Kevin Owens getting caught with the knuckles just seems really weird. Yeah, of course. It's a silly well, storytelling beat. Well, it's C&C. That's what I mean. We're like... That's a... Like, you could disagree with it subjectively of whether yeah. or not it's a good... Uh, if it's a story decision that you like... But uh, on the more technical side, I was genuinely impressed a couple of times to see uh, Logan dedicate to some spots. Logan, that Logan, yeah, he's not great, yeah. but he's good. No, no, Logan's I, a worker. I, I, can we both, can we all agree that being a heel is probably the best thing he could have leaned into? If he ever yeah. tries to become a face again, somebody shoot him. Yeah, he that's should, true. He, he did start trying with a face. Yeah, they started and trying to be a face. That didn't work. Yeah, yeah, because he has a lot of fans, but I think he has more haters than fans. Mm-hmm. If we're honest. <laughs> yeah, but, but uh, overall, the uh, match was good. But you know, yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah. the the match after that, I've kind of got some feelings. The 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 uh, the, 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 the fatal four way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna open. I'm gonna. I'm gonna open the floor, uh, but I'm gonna. Le- I'm gonna lead in. Sorry, I completely switched that around. I'm gonna start, <laughs> and then I'll open up the floor. Sorry mm-hmm. about that. Good. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I am disappointed with that match. Mm-hmm. I think that the my biggest disappointment is that I guess 
one, it was, it, in hindsight, it was horribly predictable. Not in yeah. how the match went. How the match went, I feel, was terrific. Mm-hmm. There were all sorts of twists and turns and fun little fake outs all throughout. Yeah, as far there as the storytelling crea- goes, it was pretty There good. was a creative use of the ring mm-hmm. a bunch of times. My favorite part was seeing three... <laughs> Seeing three guys piled on top of Roman. Yep, I like. I thought that was funny. I liked that. Uh, it's ju- it's just the result at the end. I don't. It's not even that I disagree. Well, I do kind of disagree with it. I feel like at the, at the end of it, it really makes you wonder what was the point of all that. Because at the end of it, Roman won, and again. I, uh, again, thank you. No, that's that's pretty much the sentence. Roman won again. Yep. Eve, and I was talking with Jingles afterwards with... Guys, you don't have to keep letting him win. You could make him lose it for one day. And then he lies and he cheats and he steals and he gets it back. We, ju- I just saw... And, and I don't know if I would be this disappointed if I didn't just see a great example of this at AEW. With... A match between Christian Cage and Adam Copeland, the Rated R Superstar, when uh, and it was for the title that Christian Cage has, mm-hmm. and the and at the end of that match, Adam Copeland wins. He gets the belt from Christian, but then one of Christian's lackeys, Killswitch, knocks out Adam. While he has the belt, and uh, Killswitch is about to sign his contract for a shot at the title, and then Christian Cage—it's obvious that he manipulates him into getting the contract. Christian Cage signs the contract. This is all within the same match. Yeah, the, right. the exact same fifteen minutes of he quickly takes the contract, he signs it. Oh, I have a legitimate shot at the title now, and he quickly rolls over an unconscious Adam. Lays, uh, pins him, gets the three count, and gets the title right back. Mm-hmm. And I love that because it was an actual moment of no, he technically lost the title. And he did lose, and he Fair technically and won it back. Yep, that's that's the kind of stuff that I really like. And at, and at, coming off the back of that, I was just really like again, I came out of there feeling. Okay, cool. I was entertained by the nature of the match, but the end of it, what was even the point? Mm-hmm. All right, so I am going to open the floor. Whoever wants it next. I'll just say I, I felt the same way. I don't yeah. really have much to add. Um, okay. The status quo was the same was at the end. Secured. So I was like, okay, uh, I feel like my time was wasted. Yeah. Like, cool, I got to see some of, some of my favorite dudes out there doing work. That was, that was pretty yeah. cool, but... Nothing ended up changing. Yeah. So, yay, I guess. Cool. Whatever. (laughs) Cool. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, Let me talk to you. Yeah. (laughs) Well, what did you think? You know, I get tired. I have gotten so tired of the, oh, my gosh, Roman's about to get pinned. The ref's about to count to three. All of a sudden, here comes Solo Sokoa pulling the ref out of the ring. 
Oh my goodness, here goes uh, Jimmy Uso, super kicking a referee, or jumping in the ring, and super kicking somebody, and then them going, it's a fatal four-way, it's a no disqualification, anybody can get involved. Well then why didn't the Good Brothers get involved with AJ? Why didn't they beat back Solo and Jimmy? Like, it's like, it's like when you say that, it's like you say that it's fine, it's like faces have the ability, I mean I understand AJ's kind of been heelish, but the good brothers are still there. I'm like, give them a moment. You know, let them beat them back. So that even it just stays a four-way. You know what I mean? And it's like, there's certain things that just don't make sense when you're trying to be heelish. I'm like, okay, but AJ still has friends. Like I understand Randy Orton really doesn't have friends. And I mean, LA Knight doesn't really have friends because the closest thing to friend he has in the ring is Randy Orton to an extent. But even then, it's a fatal four-way. You really don't have friends there either. But... Overall, I just I'm sick of the way they're doing the the storyline for, and you gotta realize we've been getting this bloodline storyline for over two and a half, three years at this point. Because you think back to when Roman first won the belt, and the fact that the last time he took a pinfall victory in a one-on-one -on -one event was Baron Corbin in 2019. 2019 <laughs> mm -hmm. and then everything has been a whole lot of the bloodline making sure that he keeps the belt or the bloodline doing something to get involved and nobody comes to anybody's aid and I'm just like this doesn't make sense anymore it just doesn't make mm -hmm. sense anymore and like where are you going now of course there are people that are there are more Samoans coming I just don't know when they're coming because Booker T actually has one of the Fatus <laughs> in Houston. Sorry, that's side of point. Well, I I like I just like the the threat of it. Of there's more Samoans coming. <laughs> there are more on the way. There are more Samoans coming soon. At, at this point, at the no no like check it out. The Rock falls. Mm -hmm. He loses, and then as Roman is standing over him. They give the mic to The Rock, and he's just, I was the only thing holding them back. Mm -hmm. and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then that's when there are more come up. No, sorry. Please continue, Will. But anyway, I'm just, I'm, I'm done. Like, it, because people keep saying, well, they're trying to get Roman to beat Hulk Hogan's record that he has. It's an imaginary record, first of all, damn it. Let's be real. Oh, we're going to make it so that he's the third longest title reign holder. It doesn't matter. You can't erase Hogan. And somebody's like, well, they're trying to erase the memory of Hulk Hogan. I'm like, first of all, that doesn't make sense because the man damn near hosted the event. He started off the event. If you go back and watch the Royal Rumble over, he starts it off because it was in Florida. Now, the Rock was that lives in Florida, too, but they didn't have him starting off. No, they freaking had Hulk Hogan come out there and be like, what you going to do when the Royal Rumble runs wild on you? What? I mean, literally, so he's all over the place. You can't hide that. I, I, my brain goes to, like while you're while you're making a good point about, like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if Hogan did this, and I was gonna piggyback off of that and say, yeah, it doesn't matter. It like we could cut it off right now, and Hogan would still say that he held the title for I don't know ten years. Right. Yeah. Hundred million, hundred million, hundred million, hundred million, hundred day, hundred million days, Hulkamaniacs. Yeah. 
And that's, that's, that's my thing. It's just like, I don't really care about you breaking. You, Roman doesn't need to break. Roman's already broken enough records. They could literally just be like, we're done with this. And that kind of leads to the men's Royal Rumble. Did we, did we have another event? I don't think we had another event nope. after that. No, no, it was just those Rumble. two matches, the women's Royal Rumble and the men's Royal Rumble. Okay. Yeah. So... Actually, that's a good point. Moving, like, I, I totally understand all of all of that. Let's go ahead and move on to the men's Royal Rumble. Then. Yeah, so, and then after all of that, we'll talk about the fallout of yeah. some of those creative decisions. So, what what was something that surprised you guys about the Royal Rumble? They uh, had no legends at all get involved. I'm glad they didn't because they had enough of a deep enough roster they could actually not have to do that. Right on, bro. Um, I was surprised how how deep and personal <laughs> and, and invested I got with the storytelling between Jay and Jimmy. Oh yeah. For like the, I was all like, oh, "What's gonna happen? I don't like it when brothers fight." <laughs> Unlike the Roscoe brothers, Jimmy and Jay don't get along <laughs> at all. Jimmy and Jay. Well, everybody knows that uh, if we were to fight, I would totally get over over Smiter. There's no way Smiter could beat uh, me. I'm too, I'm too disagree. powerful. I disagree. There's no way you can get past my pure defensive technique. Okay? Man. Everybody knows this. Watch out. I have one move that's a super easy spot to do, but because of that, it's really safe. So I use it as my finisher. Oh, that's that's pretty good. It's basically the equivalent of pushing your chest until you <laughs> fall over. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, and that's, that's a my strong finisher. Move. And you have to sell it. I have to sell it. It's there the rules. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I was surprised. Like, man, I'm really invested in like what's going on with these two right now. <laughs> yeah. And it is somebody that hasn't been watching WWE for checks notes here 15, 20 years. Pretty close. Uh, <laughs> Pretty close. I've just been like catching up on little things every so often and like kind of vicariously through Will every so often this was the first pay-per-view i've seen in like easily 20 years um so i was like i was invested i was all like okay i'm gonna allow myself to just dive deeply into the kayfabe and just like follow what's happening and so i was all like man this thing between jimmy and jay man i just i hope they kiss and make up man. <laughs> i yeah. hope they can be brothers again you know i hope i i hope they can find a brother i found i hope they can be brothers again uh. Yeah. Is there something that surprised you there, bro? I I was surprised by the same thing that Will was talking about. That mm -hmm. there were no legends. I was mm -hmm. the entire time. I was, I was, I was not expecting Brock Lesnar to show up. Um, guys, I think you're forgetting Pat McAfee came in for a little bit. Okay, That's kind that of a big deal. <laughs> that that should have been funny. somebody else's spot. I'm sorry. We're all pretty certain. We're all pretty certain it was somebody else's spot. But then. Well, because of some stuff that's going on right now. Uh, no, hold Glistner, on. Hold on. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Braun Breaker, too, because Braun Breaker did replace that, somebody else. Now, check mm -hmm. it out. Listener, this is speculation that they're throwing. Speculatory. So, All right. Before, so, we, before we indulge that too much. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. I was just okay. all like, Pat McAfee yeah, did Pat show McAfee, up. Pat, is Pat McAfee not legendary enough for you guys? Wow. By I the thought way, you Will, guys were cool. He's messing with you. 
It sounded like you didn't know, yeah. but he, he was messing with you. Yeah. With that Look, Pat McAfee. Dominic Mysterio got the closest thing to a face pop when he tagged in our truth during a rumble where you don't tag in. That anybody. was hilarious. Yes. Our <laughs> truth forgot what the assignment was. <laughs> and he uh, did he did got like the same kind of I, pop that a face would have gotten in that situation. No, I love I love the story the storytelling of uh, Hey, look! Hey, yeah, it's gonna be a great triple threat match. The hell are you talking about, r Truth? <laughs> it's the Royal Rumble. It's the Royal Rumble, r Truth. And then r Truth is all like, "Yeah, good job, Dom." And he's like, "God, go get away from me, r Truth. Go away!" And then somebody cinched him and and choke cold. He's like, r Truth, r Truth, come back. r Truth, help me. <laughs> r Truth, help me. Your partner's getting choked. Your partner's getting choked out, r Truth. And then r Truth was all like, "Take me in, take me, me in." That was now. That was really funny. That too. was very good too. That, I really again, enjoyed look, that. I know that that whole thing with Pat McAfee. I know that. Yeah, and we'll get to that. Lots of people were mad. But understandable. Some, quite a few people that were mad. Now, my, I thought I, what they did was still pretty funny, though. I thought so too, and I, I was telling Jingles. Look, guys, I, I get it. Some people are going to be upset that yeah. that joke was thrown in with Pat McAfee coming in and with how long they stretched that out. Yeah. I like to think that a lot of the performers were catching their breath. Yeah, it was a good opportunity for, for yeah. everybody to kind of think about what are the next spots that we're going to do now. Yep. Let's catch our breath. Yep. Let's. Th- this is a good chance. Yeah. And the two massive dudes in the ring staring at each other right now, yeah. even they can catch a little bit of a breath. Yeah. Because yeah. all they have to do is look scary, and Pat will be all like, uh, n- never mind, I eliminate myself. <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate um, the fact that Amos was big enough. If he had wanted to, he could have just literally grabbed Pat McAfee, picked him up, put him down on the ring, and then like Pat McAfee could have just jumped out and it been fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't wrap my head around that. That guy has to have a like an up like a top, right? <laughs> Almost. He has to like end at some yeah, point. Yeah, he just seven, keeps going. He just can't he's keep seven, going. Six, I believe. Shush. Yeah. Crazy size, crazy height. Yeah. I was looking. I was like, "That guy's too damn big." <laughs> to quote Chris Tucker, "He's too damn big. <laughs> too damn high. He's too damn high. He's seven three. Seven seven three. three. I thought he was seven six for some reason." Uh, they probably bill him as seven six because they lie. Yeah. <laughs> well, Woody, uh, are you telling me that Hulk Hogan didn't really wrestle in front of one hundred thousand hundred million Hulkamaniacs I'm when he t- jumped that no good stinking giant? Uh, when he good, lifted that no good stinking giant, 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 giant over his the head. first time anybody's ever done it, it, it slammed him. It slammed him and ripped like all the yeah. bones, <laughs> in his all back. the bones and muscles in his back. <laughs> Completely destroyed his upper I, body. I genuinely like how much Will likes this yeah, joke. I love, I love yes. that too. <laughs> <laughs> I, but officially, I, according to to Wikipedia, he's seven three. Okay. Good lord, he still looks massive. Yeah, he does. So, I, <laughs> I liked those. I liked those jokes. Yeah. Those um, good. So, with the way that the. That the that the last couple of guys sort of work their way out mm-hmm. into the Royal Rumble with it, with it coming down to Gunther, Cody, CM Punk, and uh, oh, uh, Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and with Gunther and Drew getting thrown on out and Gunther, same way. Yeah. Gunther was the last. Gunther was the last four last year too. Yeah, that's true. That's why so, I, the yeah. storytelling in that I thought was really good. That I was that pretty was good. And yeah. just straight up, great athletic, great athleticism from those four men. Mm-hmm. Right there at the end, yeah. Especially, that was crazy. especially, yeah. Especially Cody and CM Punk. Cody and Punk, I was surprised to see. Like, Me too. Really, really working it. I, I, w- I was rooting, the pretty much like after after Jay was out, like, yeah. Because at the very beginning, I was like, I hope Jay wins like, <laughs> somewhere. It's like deep down, like I don't think he he is working towards a push. It wouldn't make sense that Could he Could you imagine like, Jay Uso going over, winning the Rumble, and him going up against Roman Reigns? <laughs> yeah, that's the whole thing. Oh, so that would have been just like, like, oh my gosh, what the storytelling would have been. That would have oh, been tasty. So tasty. Yes, give me more. Uh, but after, after Jay was out, I was just like... I hope Cody wins. <laughs> I hope he. I hope he breaks that record and it becomes like one of the only what five people now. No, yeah, to no. run back to three. back to back. Three to, three. to win back to wow. back. No, there was more back. Than that. No, 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 no. Because first one was Hogan, the second one was Austin, the third one was Cody. If I'm not mistaken, and I could be, but I'm not. I'm pretty sure I'm not. Yeah. J- Jingles is looking it up right now, I'm but sure while he he's is. doing that, <laughs> that's your Sherry. He's pulling up because that's what you like about him, Will. Fair enough. So, oh, you you miss you missed Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels oh. won two in a row. Yes. What years? Wow. 1995 and 1996. You're right. You're right. And then Austin won twice the year after. Yeah. But. Oh gosh, what was it? Um, We're talking about Punk and Cody going to war. Right. Yeah, which was like I think we can, can we all agree that that last bit between Cody and Punk was uh, brutal in the absolute best ways. Freaking magic! Oh, it was. It mm-hmm. was. It was a wonderful story of just never quit attitudes, just trying to burn each other out. And I, oh, and I did think that was a very nice little touch that Punk did with Cody, where the camera is just close enough so that you can hear him say, "I'm not gonna lose to Dusty's kid." Or I didn't yeah. come. I didn't. Yeah, wait I didn't 10 wait years ten years to, to come back to, just to lose to Dusty's kid. And then, and then, whoop, reversal. Lost Cody to Dusty's kid. I'm, I'm not just Dusty's kid anymore. Yeah, so good. <laughs> That's good stuff. He's making a name for himself. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. That I really enjoyed good. that. That was good. Oh, uh, another. Before we move on to the can I, aftermath, can I can uh, I can I talk about the Braun Breaker thing for a moment? Because this is confirmed by Meltzer. Actually, this wasn't just rumor mill, but okay. Okay. Uh, hold on to that for one sure. second. Yeah. So I just wanted to throw out um, one la- one last thing about the women's rumble before we moved on. It was so nice to see Naomi. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was very nice. Yeah. What, was, she now, was she out because of an injury? No, 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 no. She was at TNA. Oh, she, she was at remember, TNA. Now remember, she's back. Yeah, remember she and Sasha quit. Uh, oh, that's right. Yes, when there was that big they were the, Yeah, they were the that big, happened. Yeah, they were the big, uh, they were the tag team women's champions. 
and they had this weird direction they were going with them, and they walked out. They just abandoned the belts. And like, yeah. Michael Cole went on a tirade to like, you know, Sasha Banks and Naomi. They left, and they just shirked their responsibility. I'm like, you know that's Vince. That's yeah, every yeah, Vince in yeah. here. And so anyway, yeah. talk about all that, and then, you know, Sasha went on to, you know, New Japan and did her thing, and she maybe showed up at AEW soon. I we think you know. mean Mercedes went and oh, joined Mercedes Monet. Yeah. <laughs> Mercedes Monet. I, I have to do it every time. Yeah, every time. Like well, as soon as soon as they leave the WWE, they're now no longer they're those no characters. Longer their names, you, right. you have to call them by their new by names. Their new do not names. dead name them. Will Don't how dare you? <laughs> so so when 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 Naomi left WWE, she went back to being Trinity in TNA. It is yes. she. Like I said, she lost her belt to Jordan Grace in TNA, and then as she was in an off segment shoot. They had her basically say, you know, look, guys, my contract's running out. I'm not going to stay, but follow me where I go next because the glow is going to continue wherever I go. The glow goes with me where I am. And so you'll get to watch the glow in other places. And that was that was a hat tip saying possibly she was coming back to WWE (laughs) where her husband is. It makes sense. Uh, And so so she's back and she signed her SmackDown contract Friday. So. Mm-hmm. On the TV show, at least. So yes. Um, right on. I went. I went to go look it up just just to make sure that I have all the facts down. There is only eight WWE superstars that have won two Royal Rumbles. Just period. Mm-hmm. Not even consecutively. There's only okay. been eight. Now there's nine. There's only been uh, three before, but now it's four mm-hmm. uh, people that have won it back to back. Back to back. Yep. And That's so, right. and there's only so far been one person so far to win three separate Royal Rumbles. And that was Stone Cold, wasn't it? That was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin took three of them. <laughs> yep. You want to see Stone Cold Steve Austin win one more Royal Rumble? Give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> At this point, boy, I want to go anymore. over. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I want to go over. If you want to see Stone Cold Steve Austin get over, give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, yes. That, so with all that in mind. Yes, yes. Uh, and since Will was uh, getting really eager to get at, chomping at the bit for this. Yes. There was a really bizarre and sort insignificant kind of fallout to the Royal Rumble. And as of... What was it? Last night, I think. Yeah, La- as a last, uh, as a Friday night. Yeah, yeah, as a Friday night, uh, there was another episode of SmackDown, where, and mind you, during the event, Cody made it pretty clear to us, the audience, that he wants the belt from Roman. Yeah, right. And it would mean so much to his story, and it would be incredibly, wonderfully poetic for him to be able to take care of that. And the uh, because you know storylines when they're that when they're good they're good and they need to be nurtured. So there is, we'll call it discourse over that SmackDown when Cody finally came out to, and it to, to, from our perspective it would be to formally challenge Roman. Yeah, and. I went back and I re-listened to how he worded everything, and 
that I picked up three things. One, the actual... He did technically say, I'm coming after that belt. Like, mm -hmm. I'm coming after you. Two, I think the messaging was a little too vague. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's a little too much space for people to speculate as to why or how or what have you. And three, as he was leaving the ring, there felt to me like there was an air of sadness and defeat as he left because their promo between Cody and Roman was interrupted by Cody's introduction of The Rock and The Rock coming back and without them straight out spelling it out for everyone mm -hmm. which if they do, they do and if they don't, then maybe there's some more hope but it looks like that The Rock is going to take Cody's spot for a title shot at Roman Reigns which is disparaging because to the fans that have been following this feels like the perfect crescendo to Cody's story yeah. a perfect third act finale to what he's been building and this narrative of I'm gonna finish the story yeah and it now, would be a, a very powerful message if they if he were to mm -hmm. get over and win the Universal Championship. That's right. Now, the reason why this is upsetting a lot of people, despite the fact that The Rock is still probably the biggest living wrestler around right now, mm -hmm. is that The Rock hasn't been around for a while, and... Well, because he's had his businesses and his movie career and his perfect singular image, which he does not deviate from even within the confines of a film mm -hmm. to manage. And having him come in and completely derail all of this has been really sticking poorly in the craws of a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And... I I see that and I think it's really sad and I I'm reminding myself the reason why I was surprised that the rock didn't show up during the Royal Rumble was because before the Rumble in the weeks leading up to it the rock interrupted another person's promo and to basically like tell the city hey the Rock is really hungry, but when The Rock goes out to eat, should he sit at a booth? Should he sit at the bar? Or should he sit at the head of the table? Teasing a feud with Roman. Mm -hmm. Now, so that tells me, okay, so there was some seed here, some inkling. Mm -hmm. But with the way that the Royal Rumble played out, it really feels like we're getting contradictory information here. Mm -hmm. But uh, I remember seeing all that and especially this new development on SmackDown and I distinctly felt we really needed, I really want to talk to Will about this. Mm -hmm. And uh, before I pass it off to Will, uh, did you want to throw anything else on that fire, bro? 
Oh, just the whole situation? Yeah. It's stinky dookie. Yeah. I'm mad. Yeah. I'm mad right now. Yeah. Can you see how mad I am? Uh, it's pretty placid. Everybody look at how mad I am. He's pretty placid. All listeners, can you see my face right now? His I'm eyebrows very upset. have not wiggled, not a once. Uh, can you see the steam falling out, coming out of his head? Yep. Nothing's coming it, out. Can you hear that? That end of the day whistle. There's nothing as, there. As it comes out of my ears. Maybe just the sound of a cave. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, I'm here for Cody's push. Yes. I've been following Cody ever since, you know, the uh, creation of AEW. And I've just. I want what's best for him. Mm-hmm. He's still. He's very over right now. He's a superstar. And he still could use a push. Mm-hmm. And it seems like the only thing, the only people getting pushed right now mm-hmm. are people that don't really need it. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, like frustrating. The like The Rock. Rock doesn't need this push. Yeah. Rock is one of the most over people to come out of the WWE. To the point where people come sometimes forget what his real name is <laughs> in regular society. People are like The Rock, yeah, Dwayne Johnson. Um, this is this is hugely disappointing to me. If this is indeed where they're gonna go with it, mm-hmm. that's really gonna upset me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just I've been mad at <laughs> I've been mad at Dwayne Johnson for a while anyway. Yeah. Just because he's just the whole contract thing is I'm not allowed to look bad. I'm not allowed to lose a fight. I'm not allowed to do it because I have a public image and mm. I want to be the most over person in society, not just yeah, in the yeah. WWE. Um, And it's really annoying because now he's ruining the products I like. Mm-hmm. We all agree it should have been Shazam at the end of the movie, yeah. not Superman. <laughs> But because of his ego, yeah, his nice cut, nice cut. It was it was Superman, and then we never saw Superman again. So I guess that means Black Adam killed him. Oh wow! I guess so. That's I guess the Henry Cavill version is because he just killed him outright. He's dead now. <laughs> He's, he killed him, and he'll post. You can post that on on uh, Instagram for his million billion followers to be like, yeah, you did. You killed Superman. You're so cool. And that'll feed his ego and he'll drink his tequila and his, yep. his disgusting energy drink. And yeah. I'm being too it? mean to him now. Yeah. Never I haven't it? had it, it yet. So I've, I've never had it I, either. Although Dollar Tree I haven't had it. it. I, I haven't had it, so I can't, I can't make a snap judgment on it or the vodka, though I'm not a big fan of, or sorry, not vodka, tequila. I'm not a big fan of tequila anyway. Um, so yeah, uh, Dwayne Johnson has made me upset. Now he's put himself literally in the boardroom and now he gets to make decisions. Um, I, I'm choosing to believe he's not going to be as scummy as Vincent Kennedy McMahon was, but he's still, it's to me, it's looking like he's really looking to push himself. Mm-hmm. Which is something that Paul Triple H Levesque hasn't been doing mm-hmm. with his new like promotion that he's had for a while. Yeah, right. Um, I really truly feel like like Paul Levesque is really looking out for 
what's best for the company and for the product. And Dwayne Johnson is like, what's best for me and my my brand and my name, right? Um, that's what it's been coming off as. I could be super wrong about the that whole thing. And honestly, I hope I am wrong and I hope I'm just misreading it. But we're going to have to wait and see and find out. And if he takes Cody's spot to fight Roman and then become universal champion, like breaking Roman streak, breaking Roman streak, I think that it's going to take a lot for me to want to support WWE after that. Yeah. But we're going to have to wait and see. Will, yeah. please give me your two cents. Yes, please. First of all, you're about to hear my anger. You ain't going to have to wonder if it's there. I'm going to tell you right now. Let's start <laughs> with the basics, all right? First of all, uh, this is how boneheaded this seems to be. This is his Instagram yesterday. So effing blown away by this insane energy from the people. Undeniable. And one of the loudest ovations I've ever experienced in my career. Thank you, Birmingham, Alabama. Thank you, WWE. Thank you to the man himself, Cody Rhodes. And most importantly, thank you to the people. Our connection is unbreakable, and our bond is electric. People's champ. P.S. Tough skin. Love the passion. Okay. Now, here's my thing about that. Uh, first off... All right, I know it's about drive, it's about power, but Rock, you need to take a shower and go away. All right, because if you're the people's champion, John Cena, when y'all feuded, said it best, give the people what they want. You have a, and I know part of this has to do with Punk getting hurt because the, the written plan was supposed to be Punk versus Rollins, Cody versus... Uh, Roman, that was the plan. Up until all this stuff came out with Vince, up until all this other stuff came out with Punk getting hurt as well. Yeah. I understand if you want to shift somewhere. Here's the problem. You had a shift built in with Drew McIntyre. Drew is a heel, okay? The last time Seth faced Drew, Seth beat him. Okay? It's a Perfect storyline. It makes sense if you have Seth having Drew, who's now put out CM Punk, and threatening to put Seth out if that's what it takes to become the World Heavyweight Champion. You have a great storyline going there because Drew McIntyre can be that dude. Whether you haven't beat Seth or not, it's up to you. But you got a built-in thing right there. It was already written. And... CM Punk getting injured because we know for a fact that WWE pointed it out on Raw Monday night. Punk got hurt when Drew hit him with the DDT. That's when his shoulder got separated. Drew goes after Seth, who has beaten him. Okay, which makes more sense than having Cody go after Seth when Cody's beaten him three times before now. Cody beat Seth with a freaking torn pack. Looks like he got beaten black and blue. But that's the match you want to go with because, well, we got to have The Rock go up against Roman because we've been trying to get that match forever because we want people to kind of, maybe we don't want everybody looking at this whole thing because I remember in the press conference, they asked Triple H about the stuff with Vince. His response well, I understand why he responded the way he did, left a lot of questions. Because what he said was, 
I understand the stuff's going on with Vince and stuff like that right now, but I really want to focus on the good that we've done tonight. I want to focus on the good with these superstars that we've done tonight. I'm proud as hell of Cody. I'm proud of what he's done. I'm proud of hell of, as hell of Bailey and what she did. She's always deserved the spotlight she's getting. And I want to concentrate on the good that we're doing tonight. You can't do that, Triple H. <laughs> and not expect more people to come up with more questions. Because they're going to keep coming. It's not done because I promise you they're going to have a press conference th this Thursday at like 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Somebody's going to ask that question there too. That question ain't going away. Because the more and more news comes out, the stuff with Vince is going to get thicker. We're going to get well, more on it. We're, you I'm can't gonna say at it least forever. In, I'm going to say at least in this point, like... They're working on a statement right now. And I'm sure they are. What they're gonna do? You gotta well, give them saying, a second here. You gotta give them some time. This is but still new is, stuff. They're gonna, yeah. yeah, they're gonna. They're, it, it, it's not going away. It's my point. They know. And they know. I, yeah. And just to lasso it back. Yeah. To the problem of changing up this storyline. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the other no, thing I, I was gonna I, say yeah, too yeah. was. Uh, what I was talking about was the Rumble. So Melton and him confirmed that the spot that Braun Breaker came in and Braun Breaker came in and did all those eliminations and he ended up getting eliminated by Dominic Mysterio. They had a match going into the Elimination Chamber with Brock versus uh, Dominic Mysterio at the next pay-per-view. Okay. Now, I don't know what the point of that is because I mean I don't think I don't I definitely don't think Dominic was gonna go over clean in that match. So sorry, really quick. Um, do you have a source for the hold on for, like this insider stuff I'll, that you're talking about? I'll pull. Yeah, I'll you're talking that. about like this is what the script said. This, this is, is what, what Dave this Meltzer is what said. Meltzer yeah. Some of them said. Yeah, I'll pull it up for okay, you. Okay, thank but you. All I'm saying, thank not you. a problem. All I'm saying is is that if um. Because that was where that was supposed to be going, and so I don't know if that means Braun's going to end up facing, you know, Dominic or whatever, because the fact that Dominic uh, did that or whatever, or however that's going to play, because apparently Brock's name is attached to this stuff too, and so that's the reason why a lot of like stuff like I know WWE 2K announced that they're pulling him out of the other video, future video games and stuff like that, and things like that, and so they're doing a lot of stuff as it relates to that because Brock was supposed to come in. Gotcha, and so that that's not that's how that um, that's how they end up doing it. But anyway, the thing I'm saying ultimately is there were storylines that were built in that you could have done that would have been better. Like I said, with Drew alone, if you oh. just did Drew. Thank you, bro. Jing Jingles actually posted the thing I was asking. About. Oh, okay, yep. you got it. Because I was I I found it. I was just about to post it up myself. Uh but yeah. So I'm just saying. At the end of the day, it feels like they're making a correction for something that all they had to do was make a small pivot and just put Drew in that spot that they were maybe trying to put Cody in. Although, I just saw a thing on Instagram with WWE where apparently Shinsuke Nakamura attacked Cody again. I'm like, that storyline was already done! We don't need Shinsuke coming back and being involved in this. No, they need to bring it back because now everything's changing. Oh yeah, they need Cody to have a feud. And yeah, but they, yeah, uh, give it to somebody else, man. I'm, I love Shinsuke. They're not going to let Shinsuke be Shinsuke in WWE. 
So if they're not going to let Shinsuke be Shinsuke, why do we keep putting him in these dead-end feuds that he normally doesn't end up winning? That's all I'm saying. Like either Look, let Shinsuke it's, be it's Shinsuke dumb. or stop making him a comedy buffoon that just twirls his mustache and says about the stuff in Japanese. I'm sick of that. Because, like I said, I know Shinsuke can be done better. I know Asuka can be done better. I know EO Sky and um, and uh, even Kyrie Sane can be done better. But it's like, even with the new administration in hand, it feels like we're just not trying to we're just not trying to do anything with certain people. It's just, it bugs me. It always has. Yeah. It's almost because. like creative is doing dumb stuff. Or just being like, you know, because they even admitted that during the thing, I think that Vince had certain people that he didn't want on TV, so he didn't allow creative to come up with storylines for him. So there'd be people that were trying to get pushed and couldn't because Vince wouldn't allow them to go. And I'm like, I don't understand that. If you got all these people, do something. You know, and that's my whole thing. Like, you, be, okay, what is the damn point of having Cody win the Rumble if he can't challenge the champion? There's no consolation prize you can give me that replaces that. Now, the only way this works better, the only way, and I don't want this to happen because that means that you can't give it to Cody straight up. And I heard somebody commentate on this and they said, this is the only way it works. Remember that, and all they kept saying was, "Remember, yes, oh, yes. Do you remember the yes movement?" They said, yes. "Go back to the yes movement and think about how Daniel Bryan had been left out of the Rumble that year, and how the people mm-hmm. pushed for Daniel Bryan to be pushed into the main event match." But my problem mm-hmm. with that is, if you do a triple threat with The Rock and him in it, even if Cody wins it straight up. And pins Roman to do it. Roman's going to be able to come back and well, you know the only reason you won is because my cousin was involved in the match. Yep. You didn't win it because you beat me one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you can't get the... It's, 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 that's why I, I, I don't understand why... Like I said, and it's like... And of course, you know, Melter and them also come out and said that, you know, well, The Rock was pushing for this uh, during the... Um, they were pushing, he was pushing it as, as of late last week that Cody apparently knew about it as of Friday morning. And so as of Friday mm-hmm. morning, he was made aware that this was going to happen. And so, like, he knew. And of course, you know, WWE, now you've got this chant of hashtag we want Cody. And I'm like, mm-hmm. if Rock is willing to step aside and let Cody take the spot, Cody, Rock can challenge Roman out of Elimination Chamber. Do the thing he said he was going to do years ago because years ago he talked about, you know, yeah, I'm the head of the table, but if I ever did come and work a match with Roman, it would be to put him over. So then let The Rock put him over at Elimination Chamber. And then he goes into this match with Cody now beating his cousin. And so they're going, there's no, I keep telling y'all I'm operating on God mode. Who the hell is Cody Rhodes going to do? Cody couldn't beat me the first time he got me. What makes you think after I beat my cousin and he's going back to Hollywood to tuck his tail and run, what makes you think you're going to beat me now? Mm-hmm. That's 
that's how you finish the damn story. You let I mean, him back in that way. But the problem is, WWE doesn't feel like they're doing And the thing about it is... That the rest <laughs> that he takes, bro? You think, you think that he's letting you into the conversation. Yeah, I, I was right. like, oh, now it's my uh, turn Now to it's talk. your turn. <laughs> no, he because now his brain just suddenly <laughs> thought... He is fuming over there. He had just suddenly thought of one more thing. Yeah. That was like in the corner of his brain, and now he needs to talk about that other thing. Oh, well, we right, no, you go ahead. We you get it. You're upset. <laughs> so I'm just saying, man. We we understand, man. Yeah, like we're here with you. Yeah, we, we feel agree. The same way. We agree. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> wow, he's he's got a lot to say about this. Yeah. <laughs> but look, and yeah, uh, I don't know how helpful it is to be all like, this is how you should tell the story oh, because yeah. they're not going to listen to us. They're not listening to us. Look, I'll, I'll, tag them. I'll tag the hell out of them. I'm going to tag everybody when I post this one. <laughs> that like, is I'm going to tag The Rock. I'm going to tag Roman Reigns. I'm going to tag Roman Reigns' mama. I'm going to tag his wife. I'm going to tag his cheering. I don't care. Cheering. Tag everybody. I'm going to tag Rikishi. <laughs> hell yeah. Tag Rikishi. <laughs> I did it for the people. I did it for The Rock. I did it for The Rock. <laughs> I did it. I did it. Shut, shut up your phone wearing fatty. <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean, look, we're we have to wait and see what's going to happen. We're going to have to see what elimination chamber is going to look like. I don't see Brock coming back for a while if ever again. Um it all depends on how all of these allegations, you know, allegations get through. Um so for now we just have to appreciate what we got, right? Instead of instead of complaining about what didn't happen we should just kind of evaluate how how here here's a good question mm, mm. knowing that things had to be changed and moved around and all of this because of what's going on behind the scenes how well do you if you didn't know about all that mm. and you didn't know who was supposed to come in and you didn't know like all of that information how well do you think they stuck the men's royal rumble landing they suck the Miz World Rumble landing great. The fallouts what sucks. Yeah, that, that's that's what I'm trying yeah. to, to, yeah. to see. The you Bumble just Rumble agreed with him, and you yeah. just you, you just agreed to... with him, but you you agreed with me, but you had to put in a caveat. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he offered you the caveat, I, yeah. I offered you the caveat. <laughs> he was all like, "It's like okay, the caveat doesn't exist. It's yeah. not part of this." Okay, yes, but. <laughs> I, I have to say, uh, considering this was the first pay-per-view I, I got to watch live for the first time in so long. And I'm glad I, we got to do it together, by the way. I, I am very I'm glad that I was all like, I want to call Will and have him on 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 the phone while we're talking and watching this together. Um that I'm was glad. a delight. I had a I had a ton of fun with it. And I really, really did enjoy the the Royal Rumbles. Yes. I wasn't too terribly fond of the matches in between because yeah. nothing really changed. Uh, in both cases, it was like, I guess, uh, I guess uh, nothing. It's not important. <laughs> Don't worry about it. No. Um, and so, um, I honestly I could have done without both of those matches because nothing came of it. So, um, the two Royal Rumbles I enjoyed a lot. I had a very good time. I was surprised how hyped I was for the Women's Royal Rumble, and I was pleasantly surprised by uh, how well they did, even despite like what we know about behind the scenes stuff. How well the Men's Royal Rumble 
went through. And hey, let's give it up to Braun Breaker for coming in and like showing people, yeah, I'm a Steiner. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> so in the Royal Rumble, there's a 33% chance. Thank you. <laughs> I was going to I was gonna be like, he came in and was like giving everybody a 33 and a third percent chance to beat him. Repeating, of course. <laughs> Repeating, of course, yes. And they they were getting their chances lowered and lowered by the second because they weren't, as always, factoring in Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. That's true. And Samoa Joe. <laughs> and Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. No, no. Yeah, all, they say all men are created equal, but if you look at Braun Breaker and you look at Samoa Joe, you know that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I got excited when I saw Braun Breaker. I was like, oh, let's go, Braun. <laughs> yeah. Right. Who, if I I'm would, not mistaken, I, is supposed to be on the Raw roster, I think. Yeah, I think or, he's main roster now. I think he's going to be main mm-hmm. roster now, which is dope. Hey, good for him. Uh, he's been working hard, man. He's, yeah. He, I think he deserves a, a decent push. And like I said, I was much happier to see Braun Breaker than I would have if Brock Lesnar came in. Because I don't like Brock Lesnar very much either. Like, I don't think he needs a push anymore. I think he should start transitioning to getting younger talent over at this point. And then eventually retiring. Not now. There you go. But, like, retire in the future. I don't think the retiring thing is going to be an option for him, depending on how this stuff shakes out. (laughs) I mean, no. At this point, probably not. (laughs) Let's be honest here. Um, Yeah. I, th- I think um, Edge had a better chance of retiring on his own terms after he uh, destroyed his brain. <laughs> <laughs> and, and everybody was all like, you have to retire now. And he was sad. But then, you know, he, he worked his brain out and now it's fine. Yeah. No, no. He bounced his he bounced his brain. Yeah, he bounced it. I saw the clip. Yeah, did you? I saw the clip of him going on a bike ride with a friend. And uh, it was and then no, he, he, it was a bike he, ride with Seamus. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. it was Sheamus. It was Sheamus. And then they hit, he hit a bump, hit a hit a bump. He hit the ground, and when he came back up, he was all like, "I don't feel any pain in my neck anymore." Oh, <laughs> is that how back. he fixed it? It yep. was the le- yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he did surgeries <laughs> and everything. Yeah, I know. And then and then at the end of it, yeah, it was all like, "Ow, I hit a rock really hard," and he was all like, "Oh, wait, oh God, are you it. okay?" And he was like, "Yeah, I've actually." got no numbness or pain anymore yeah it, it cleared me up yeah yeah and then, yeah he went to the doctor That's after so that funny. and the doctor was all like did you hit a rock i i'm going to assume that this is the kayfabe explanation yeah did seamus throw you into a rock he's like no i was riding a bike with seamus and i tripped over a rock and now and i'm making i'm making jokes about it but yeah he, he really was like on a back road bike ride yeah with oh. with a friend and he fell and okay. That's when he noticed that he was feeling so way that's, better. So that's when you, you let a shoot become a work. There you go. Yeah. There you go. The shoot became a work, It's one of the few times when it's okay to let a shoot become a work. That's right. But never so, let a work become a shoot. Who wants to see Bianca versus... Uh, versus uh, oh, gosh. Uh, uh, why did it... Because somebody said there should be Bianca versus uh, Rhea, but I'm like, Bianca has had enough WrestleMania like title shots. It would oh, be interesting if uh, she went up against Jade at Mania. Jade Cargill? Yeah. And then, I think that would be interesting. And then afterwards, like they become a tag team and they just destroy the women's division for like a year. Because mm-hmm. Bianca's, Bianca's whole thing is that she's really big and strong, right? Yeah. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm just like, uh, Bianca Belair is getting led through the prison, uh, 
and like Triple H is like leading her through and there's like this is Jade Cargill she's big and strong and throws people around and then Bianca's all like are you kidding me she does exactly what I do and then only better, Jade honey. walks by and it's like only better yeah. and I look like Storm for the X-Men who do you look like she do though sheesh <laughs> he's still my heart if Jade Cargill like, wanted to play Storm I would not have a problem but I'd be like Kevin Feige you better get her <laughs> you better get her to be honest she looks like Storm I don't know if she can act, so I, I need to wait and see on that. Get her, get her, get her an acting coach. Get her a good acting coach, man. There's nobody I mean, not. Coach. I mean, not, the Rock. The, the Rock works for TKO. I'm sure he knows some acting coaches. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think the turnover rate between uh, professional wrestler to actor has not had the best hit rate. I think the oh. percentage rate is still pretty low, yeah. but a few of them have gotten through and shown that they can, in fact, act. Yeah. I mean, you know, Stone Cold had that straight-to-DVD movie career for a short period of time. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. and then, of course, there was The Rock. I mean, everybody can't be Terry Bollea, you yeah. know, Mr. Mr. Thunder of Paradise himself. <laughs> What's that smell? Dookie! Dookie! <laughs> of course, the greatest being the Macho Man. You're going nowhere! I got there yeah. for three minutes! Three minutes of playtime! Yeah! He was basically still doing himself, though. Yep, exactly. That's the way it's supposed to be. I wanted to read um, this real quick as well, yes, uh, just to update. This is from Frightful Select. Um, as of now, the plan for Mania will be Rock Roman versus Seth Cody 4. <laughs> I love how they put that as the fourth match. Um, yeah. The original plan for Cody was going to be Cody Roman and then Seth Punk. Uh, Seth Punk was being set for Australia. Over the last week, plans shifted. Some of the company, you know, it headed Royal Rumble afternoon that Rock heard at Royal Rumble afternoon that Rock agreed to face Roman. Frightful heard that there was a Rock as the head of the table, made a theme, merchandise promotion. That's what it is. It's merch. Because they've got Rock head of the table merch out. I guarantee you. Uh, yeah. No one at Frightful said they could make the order of the operations make sense. Many were hopeful that WWE and TKO would see the reaction and pivot. Those at Fightful have spoken to said that The Rock pushed for both the match with Roman as well as the wins regardless of the finish. Multiple sources view that this is a political move that TKO believes will result in more immediate money than what Cody and Roman would have brought. Sources within TKO deny that this was done out of malice to Cody. TKO values Cody as a talent, but believe that those involved in the decision are making underestimated the patience of the audience wearing thin with the situation. There have been many creative shakeups as of late, with The Rock's head writer being Brian Gerwitz being rehired to factor heavily into The Rock's creative plans. Uh, Frightful reached out to Brian to get comment, but was unable to get comment unless it was WWE approved. TKO values Brian's skill set and could have him as a key role creatively if the situations are right for both parties. As far as the timeline for events was told, Cody was informed Friday and he came to SmackDown knowing the decision. Talent has been booked for a 2-8-24 presser in Vegas. The Rock's involvement on 2-8 is not going to be clear, but the Frightful did ask if there was a move to divert the tension from the Rock suit. Rock was pushing for the match before the news, but admitted it can't hurt to get less attention on the scandal. It was noted that Frightful and Ari and Rock were also friends, uh, being, of course, uh, Ari, uh, Ari Khan, the, 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 the uh, and then Fightful had, as of three weeks ago, said that there was a talent role for Rock, pitched for the Rock for both sides, wanting to maximize the Rock being a board member 
and a license for the Rock IP. The Rock will attempt to work a full match, but no word will be no word is if he'll continue past Mania. Uh, one wrestler commented, "I've known Dwayne a long time. Not only did the look on Cody's face tell a story, the look on Dwayne's face told a story that I think the moment he knew this decision wasn't going to work out the way he imagined it." He is experiencing the same thing he had at Roman experience back in Philadelphia at the at the Rumble where he put hit he tried to put Roman over, and the boos were loud throughout the building. Roman versus Rock makes sense made sense several years ago when we were running Roman versus Lesnar repeatedly. It could have made sense if Cody won the title last year and then having having Rock go up against Roman this year. A source of creative told Fightful many have been deflated and felt like the decision that they're getting from the previous regime at the expense of creating a new crossover talent. Another source says they worked with Rock told Fightful that Rock ended his trust with the comic and superhero community as well as the film community and as well as the football community due to the films and the <laughs> football community he's fostered with the XFL. Uh, he might as well go to where he's universally good and has universal goodwill and people will treat him as the great guy that he is, knowing that he'll end up having to take one of the best future champions and push him back to the backseat again. So I'm just like, yeah, that that's crazy. But I mean, you know, like I said, we could get a yes movement moment. Hmm. We could. I don't know that we are. I don't know that it's gonna matter. We have to wait and see, man. That's you know. the big thing, man. Monday Night on Raw, they could turn this whole thing around, or Rock could just come out there and be like, shut up, bitch! And just keep on going. <laughs> you know? I don't think we're going to see heel Rock anymore. I think, I think he's we're too already too seeing heel Rock. This is as heel as he's ever been. No, 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 no. I don't think it's his intention. But <laughs> no, no, that's a, no, like legitimately, I don't think he's going to be written as a heel ever again, just because that's his brand now. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's going to be like, so everybody, you know, get a free Zoe, drink, Zoe energy drink while you've got, I've got a concession stand's got him tonight on me. You know, and then everybody's going to boo the crap out of him. You know. Yep. So, I don't know. I just, uh, but overall, by the way, uh, is there y'all got any other thoughts on this before we wrap this up and go to the last topic, which is going to be y'all's thoughts on what if season two? Well, here's the deal, man. Here's the deal. Uh, we've recorded for almost an hour and a half. So, uh, to me, this feels like this the feels, end of the yeah. episode. This feel see. Let's let's use booking as a yep. metaphor. This, this feels like a good conclusion to the storyline. Yes. So there's no need for us to tag on. To like, it, it, there's no need for us to tag on any more matches or material after that because then it feels weird to the audience. Yeah, we ended up talking about this for a lot longer than I was expecting to. Right, but I think it's good because yes. I, I actually had a lot to say this time because I didn't say basically anything about the men's Royal Rumble last year because I didn't right. watch that one really. Right. Yeah. I just knew about spots and stuff and I saw like little clips and stuff. You tried to share it with us, but your internet was the worst. Yeah. Um. And so it was tough. Uh, I think it was better that we did it this the way that we did this year. Yeah. We'll probably do it again. Uh, if, if this is going to be the plan, we might end up doing like WrestleMania and stuff later and maybe SummerSlam. We'll have to see. Okay. Uh, we, we still need to talk about it. Yeah, but, we'll discuss it. Um, when it comes to the Royal Rumble itself, I had a great time. 
Honestly, I didn't know if I was going to. Yeah. I was a little hesitant about it, but I had a fun time. It was a lot of fun. I thought the storytelling was great. And I thought uh, everybody did a very good job in the ring for as long as they did. I'm a little mad at Truth. Not because he's a bad person. I love Truth. When I saw him earlier, and I call him Truth now with an F. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, So when I see Truth now... um, like I love him. I love seeing him. He's a goofball. He's he's one of my favorite like silly wrestlers working today. Um, but I was all like I was so interested in Valhalla, seeing what she can do. I've been watching some clips of her now. Um, she's a very interesting character to me. I want to know more. And then her whole spot was just like taken up by Truth. And Fair enough. I'm all like, yeah. I was like, come on, Truth. You didn't. Okay. Well, mm. it, it's like I I. I feel very strongly it wasn't his decision to do that. Yeah. I feel very strongly like it was somebody in creative. Was, yeah. They're like, what truth? Why do you come in during the Women's Royal Rumble and get eliminated in like five okay. seconds? Uh, when when should I do that? Should I do that right at the very beginning? No, we'll do it during somebody else's entrance. Oh. And it was the same number that he was going to come in and yeah. during the Men's Rumble like, anyway. We'll wait till, yeah, we'll wait till Valhalla goes in and you'll go in there. Yep. <laughs> you know. Um. But I had a good time. I didn't really care about the other matches, uh, the 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 championship matches, especially as you were all saying like, if it's a championship match, then like uh, Owens shouldn't even be like disqualified for using the knuckle dusters in the first place. Well, uh, yeah, because I was talking about the fact that different championship matches have had different rules. If it's a single yeah. person, then it's like there's no, it's a certain only certain matches are non DQ. Are the are DQ or yeah. non DQable matches, and so the singles match in that situation, it's like that's all I was saying. I was just like, what are the rules? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know either. Yeah. And but like, I don't like Logan Paul. Um, so like, I guess his heel work is working on me or whatever because I want him to yep. lose the belt. And I mean, like Roman's been holding on to the Universal Championship for so long, it doesn't even. It feels like it's lost its prestige because of how long he's been holding on to it. It's um, the, you know, it, it is the thing that's bad about it too. Roman dogged Seth Rollins for thirty minutes in that promo before The Rock came out, basically said everybody that Seth has faced on that belt, I've beaten them. Mm-hmm. So you're technically working for the losers' championship anyway. That's so, the thing that bugs me. It's like, you know, you, just, you don't crap on one title to make the other title more prestigious. I mean, but that's exactly what they did. Yeah, well, he's a heel, so, yeah. that, like, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> I, I, you know, you, you kind of remind me of um, uh, when, when uh, gosh, I'm trying to remember his name now. Uh, oh, there we go. You're reminding me of when Jim Cornette watches anything now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's just all like, they shouldn't be disrespecting the belt like that. <laughs> they should be. It's wrong for a champion to make fun of another championship. That's I like my that. that's my yeah. impression. I hope you enjoy. Yeah. It. <laughs> I, I, I do. I and I get it, man. But it's just like it's like like Seth was all like trying to be like, look, this is the workhorse I championship. <laughs> this is this championship. This is the workhorse championship. This is the one you want. And this is the one you want. And then Roman's just like, that championship sucks, man. I mean, everybody who's owned that championship, dog. You can come get try to try your luck at me again, but you lost the first time, sucker. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And then Cody's just like, I'm going to give it up, man. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to give it up and let The Rock come at you now for mm. the championship, which is a belt that he doesn't yeah. need. Yeah. The, the, so the words on the page or the words that came out of Cody's mouth spoke highly of, hey, this is a bit, this is a good decision that, I, that I've decided to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but boy, like if you watch it. I, I saw a, a still image yeah. of him like hugging the rock. Oh, yeah. And like Just, you see on his face, I'm like, he looks defeated. I was like, oh, my God. It's there's like, no, the there's no, there's nothing there. Yeah, there's yeah. no fire in his eyes. The Rock looks at him, and the Rock goes, "Yeah, you're gonna end up facing Shinsuke Nakamura for another four months. We're probably gonna have you in a match with your Shinsuke by the time it's <laughs> over and done with for a few debate. Good luck trying to again, get that over." <laughs> I'm still, I'm still trying to to hope that um, that maybe it won't happen. We have yeah. to wait and see. Um, Maybe what happens and is Cody goes. takes the belt. Cody ends up challenging Seth. <laughs> and then maybe the next night he ends up challenging Roman after the match with me. After the match at, uh, he's like, I never decided to go challenge challenge for Seth's belt. I was, I was told to challenge you for him. So I got, never got to make the choice. So I'm choosing to challenge you. You know, and then that's when he beats Roman for the belt. And then. Wouldn't he's that be really nice? No longer the chop of chief anymore because he's lost everything. And then Triple H comes out there and pedigrees Cody, and then it's, this is for crashing the throne. Uh, remember that oh, yes. when you did that on AEW television, not uh, the pay per view. Uh, yeah. Now the Rock's just gonna get the championships and he's gonna hold them all. Uh. <laughs> no, no, yeah, they, happen, they'll go. They'll go to WrestleMania. Uh, the Rock will win the championship, and then Triple H will show up and light cheat and steal it into his own hands. That's it. That'll be the final finale. And then, and then, <laughs> and then he'll do the DX. Suck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two old school wrestlers working together. Uh. I'm all like, I was like, yeah, yeah, Triple H. Uh, edgy is definitely what I want my grandpa to be. <laughs> so cool. Cody comes running in mad, and all of a sudden, Shawn Michaels shows up out of nowhere, slides into the ring, and super kicks him out. <laughs> and then Hulk Hogan shows up <laughs> and takes the bell in front of all 100,000, 100 million Hulkamaniacs. No Samoans ever going over on me, brother. <laughs> I'll be the greatest wrestling champion of all time, brother. <laughs> All right. I'm glad we had our fun, though. So I guess we'll wind down. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, this has been fun. Um, yeah. Last words. Um. I'm Cody Rhodes. I'm Cody Rhodes. Did you know I'm Cody Rhodes? I'm Cody, and my dad was Dusty Rhodes. Rhodes. <laughs> that's uh, smiter those are those are my last words uh my final words are i did it for the rock <laughs> oh gosh oh uh my last words is enjoy what you love uh whether it's wrestling comic books whatever we talk about movies marvel shows whatever enjoy what you love and if you don't like it you ain't got to it's no big deal anyway be blessed, be blessed to somebody, guys. Take care. 